So this topic was brought to us by Noel. Is that right? That's right. This topic was sent in by uh, super fan and longtime listener Noel. I've got his original email here, and it reads, but seriously, where do you guys fall on two cereals bagged in one box like the Nintendo cereal system? That's a good question, Noel. This is a uh, very exciting question. It's a very exciting. It's a very important question. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's, it really gets down to our, our foundations. That's how important it is. That's how fundamental it's going to be. It will be fundamental. Oh God, Paul! Mm-hmm. Just a piece of garbage you all the time, it. aren't you? You love it. Oh, I don't love it. Well, this is Paul, and this is Nick, and this is cereal. 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 So, you know, I have to say, I never had this cereal. I remember, I feel like I remember seeing it, though. You've never had Nintendo cereal? No. How were, How did you avoid being drawn in by the commercials of Nintendo cereal? I'm not saying I didn't. It was by choice. Oh, it was by your your oppressive parents. Yes, I, I, God, it's, it's really hard for me to remember this like at the time i'm sure they had Uh, great commercials i'm sure it tasted good at the time do you not remember the commercials at all not really nintendo it's a cereal wow no no didn't even have the mario you just can't lose (laughs) no mario theme or zelda theme it was just a a unique music yeah it was because it was both it was both zelda and Mario, they had a unique music instead of trying to marry the two. It's not. It's not like today where the the kids would just put them, put it together, make a mashup, and it was the nerdiest, the most late eighties, early nineties that you could possibly get. <laughs> I think before we talk about Nintendo cereal system, we need to go a little bit back in time before that cereal came out. Oh, okay. All we, right. We need to talk about the original two in one brand nerds nerds nerd cereal did you did you have that at all never had that oh man paul so nerd cereal was as a kid you like to have options mm-hmm. the, the the idea of having nerd cereal that you get not just one cereal but two cereals <laughs> and your parents your parents are amenable to this decision because you get two cereals for the price of one right they're, so, they're stretching it, their food dollar it's like it's like Christmas morning. It's like you get to it's like what what do I have today? What do I King Nicholas of Cereal Kingdom? What do I what do I choose today? I choose to have orange today. Invariably though, you like one over the other. Right. And that's that's the real problem with the nerd cereal. Yeah, you, you liked one cereal over the other. Okay, so so explain this to me. Is how is this what is the construction of the box? Is there a divider in the box? Is it two small bags? How does this work? You have a single box. Uh, the outside of the box is split graphically to show you that one side of the box is 
Uh, I can't even remember the flavors. What are the flavors of the Nerd cereal again? Well, so yeah, Ralston, of course, came up, uh, manufactured this brand starting in 1985. You had orange and cherry, or they also did strawberry and grape. And then inside the box, yeah, it was just two individual slender bags, like tubes. And then, uh, yeah, you could just pour from one side or the other. So was now, the concept to mix or was the concept to eat them separate? The concept was a little bit of both because mm. there's also the Nerd's Bowl that had the divider in the middle and that it had, it had like a gate, <laughs> yeah. like, a, like a, like a little door that you could pull up on the bowl and you can let cereal go from one side to the other. Yeah. It's like a dam system. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. It's so stupid. So I think that the idea was that you could mix them, but that's, I don't, I don't know anybody that mixed them. Mm-hmm. I always knew people that would eat one side, would like one side. And then you always had one side that you didn't like. Uh, that you never ate. Yeah, and the other thing is the flavors they have. I mean, so you've got orange and cherry and then another one with strawberry and grape. Within both of those, you have a flavor uh, within each that is not really a good cereal flavor. Orange-flavored cereal... I mean, I don't know. I'd get into that. I'd be on top of that. But, I mean, some people people did not... Some people were not into that. But, Nick, Um, it's also been like 30 years since you've had this cereal. We all know... That fruit brew was my writing candidate. Mm. And like fruit brew is a very similar, like citrusy cherry cereal. Mm. I feel like that that I that I am on board with like with a citrus cereal. Well, you know, nerd cereal also caused uh Franken poop. Oh, did it? Yeah, the same uh food dye in it. <laughs> <laughs> how how many years apart those like like ten years apart the, the, the nerd cereal and uh and Frankenberry Kavers came out? They didn't learn their lesson? I bet you General Mills sold all the surplus food dye to Ralston at a discount. Because <laughs> Ralston's a bunch of suckers. That's why. Yeah. Well, no, Ralston won in the end because General Mills ended up buying them. And they're like, oh, oh we're stuck with right. this stupid food dye again. I thought we got rid of this. <laughs> I thought we got rid of this food dye. I thought we got rid of this poop dye. What is the deal with the nerds' mascots? They're the pieces of the candy, mm. which, as you know, are all malformed. Like, there's no uniform size and shape of a nerd's candy. They're, their mascot is mutants, essentially. But it's so weird that they're called nerds. And they're kind of like, they look like the hungry, hungry hippos when they, like, animate them. <laughs> Maybe they wanted to get onto that cachet. Maybe they wanted to make sure that people knew that the nerds were fun, fun, fun by the ton, ton, ton. <laughs> it's just a weird thing. That it would be called nerds when they're not even like nerdy looking. Like they don't yeah, even have glasses. Know. They don't wear, you know, uh, high water pants with suspenders. Uh huh. I'm going 80s nerd. Sure. You're, you're going Revenge of the Nerds. Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. Buck teeth, uh, greasy alfalfa hair. Kind of like they got like a phlegm in their throat, like cock like this. <laughs> <laughs> what was that about? That was like the telltale sign. The telltale sign of a nerd in like an 80s sitcom was the glasses with the tape around the middle and the speech impediment. What is the most awkward way that we can demonstrate this person? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, if, if with their eyes, we put glasses on them. With their nose, they breathe funny. Mm-hmm. With their mouth, they, they lisp. Like what? Like every every awkward every awkward thing that a person could do was put inside of this prototype of a nerd. So what are they allowed to sort of make fun of on sitcoms nowadays? Uh, it's limited, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it, ter- it turns out that making fun of people is like not cool. 
Like it's not like a cool thing to do. So, but it I, is still I, funny though. Yeah. Now, now the nerds are the are taking over. Now the nerds are having their their actual revenge. The nerds have the number, taken over. Yeah, they're 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 the number one show in the country now. You still with me, buddy? Yeah, I blacked out for a sec. I thought you said Big Bang Theory was the number one show in America, but so then we fast forward to the Nintendo serial system. Yeah, 1988, also by Ralston. It's it's so funny that Ralston is the one that makes Nintendo cereal because Nintendo nowadays is like it, they're they're the gimmick company, like they're the they're the gimmick game producer, like PS4 and Xbox. Sony and Microsoft are always putting out like competing systems. It's no, it's no, no longer Sega and Nintendo. Sega doesn't make anything anymore. Nintendo is still there, but they're always making some kind of weird gimmick system. Like they're always making like, like you know, the Nintendo Switch. Uh, you know, they've got the Wii. They were the ones that first introduced the the motion controls and stuff like that. They've always got some kind of weird gimmick, and that's that's why I feel like that Ralston was for the serial game. Mm-hmm. It was always the that company that was putting out that weird gimmick. We got the two-in-one cereal. We've got the Batman banks saran wrap to the outside of the box. They, they always got some kind of gimmick running. So the Nintendo cereal system, which, by the way, right off the bat, the name is amazing. It is not just a cereal. It is a system. There is a system in place here. Uh, it was Mario on one side and Legend of Zelda on the other. Mm-hmm. So the Mario side was called the Super Mario Brothers Action Series. And it had fruity flavored characters and items that had Mario, Super Mushrooms, Goombas, Koopa Troopas, and Bowsers. So many. There's so many different The shapes. other side of the box was the Zelda Adventure series, and they had they were berry flavored. So pretty close. <laughs> yeah. Pretty pretty similar there, Nintendo. Um, they had links, hearts, keys, boomerangs, and shields. They didn't have the, the Triforce in there? No Triforce. That's ridiculous. Um, yeah, I do remember the two cereals facing pretty similar. That was the advantage that Nerd Cereal had, was that it was two cereals that were different, and then so it was like you're getting two cereals in one. Mm-hmm. With Nintendo Cereal, you're just getting different shapes, basically, in, in one side or the other. So they were pretty close. I mean, was there... I can't really tell by my research. Are there marshmallows on these? Um, you know what? I don't actually remember. I don't... That's how... That's the thing. It's like, we got the Nintendo cereal, but it wasn't like a... It wasn't a weekly cereal. It wasn't like when we got Frosted Flakes, you know? Frosted Flakes is every week. Nintendo cereal was one of those things that we got, like, once a month, and it was only for, like, three months mm-hmm. that we did that, and then it was gone. Yeah, it looks like a... Um Crunchberry type situation where it's got yellow cereal, but then also fruity colors. So it looks mm-hmm. like there's not marshmallows, and I think that's where there was a big miss is there weren't any marshmallows in this. Yeah, if there are two sides with lucky of Lucky Charms, that would be amazing. So there are some incredible prizes that came with this. Oh sure. Oh, I mean Ross and Purina is going to come come correct with the mm-hmm. prizes. You've got let's see uh, on the back trading cards you can cut out there is a hologram t-shirt offer okay yeah holograms were huge back then do you remember holograms uh paul i i used to collect the dc comic cards that with dc comics characters on them and Mm -hmm. they used to have hologram cards i was obsessed with getting hologram cards i would go to the myers every week and buy like three or four packs of cards just so I could maybe possibly get a hologram card. And then one time, Paul, I got the Lobo hologram card. Ooh. And it was it was dope. He was on like this super awesome motorcycle. Anyway, yeah, I was super, I was super <laughs> into holograms and cars. Not necessarily uh, as like active wear, 
But like definitely in card form. Yeah, I had a oh god, I want to say baseball cards by Upper Deck that had like a hologram sticker oh, card. Oh my god, they were so cool. Did you stick them on anything, or did you keep them? Oh on no, 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 no. No, you don't. You can't. Never peeled the back no. off that bad boy. You can't. You can't because that's a one. That's a one time. You, if you you have to find the perfect, the perfect place to put that hologram sticker, and if you never find it, then that's. That's it. That it just never gets stuck anywhere. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to put it on my uh, fifth grade trapper keeper because what if I get a new one in sixth grade and I lose the hologram card? The hologram's gone forever, and you mm-hmm. never get that back. Yeah, you can never get that back. Basically, if you want to do the hologram sticker, you have to find a way in order for it to be tattooed onto your skin somehow, mm. and that that's the only way because that's because at least that's permanent. <laughs> Why? Are, Paul, why aren't there holographic tattoos? You know, I feel like we would have come up with that technology. If it didn't poison people? Yeah, probably. I'm waiting for, you know how you can like get those little projectors for your phone? Uh Uh-huh. What if you get a tattoo that works with a projection? Go on. Damn, did I just blow your mind? (laughs) What about a 3D Uh, tattoo? So you have to steal the glasses when you go see Sing in 3D. Uh huh. You bring them home. You put a projector on your tattoo, and you have a 3D tattoo. It's, and then the tattoo's coming right at you. It's, it seems it's, like a lot of work for a tattoo. Like people I, just look at it generally and be like, "Wait, I don't, I don't understand what's happening on your arm there. It looks like it's just a giant blur." It's like, well, mm-hmm. first you have to go steal the 3D glasses from when you see the movie Sing, mm-hmm. and then uh, wait for me to get the projector out, and then you'll be able to see that this is uh, a heart with my mom's name on it. <laughs> If you if you want a hologram tattoo, you know it has to be Silver Surfer. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Or uh, yeah. RoboCop. Uh huh. RoboCop works. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see how many pop culture silver pop culture things Paul can name. Uh, <laughs> the DeLorean. <gasps> how amazing would a hologram DeLorean tattoo be? I mean, in, in the different stages of the of the hologram, it would just be lifting its tires up and like and rocketing off into the into the distance. Yes, I and like and nobody would want to ever ask you a question ever because every time someone was like, "Hey, uh, so should we get going?" and you're like, "Roads, where we're going, we don't need." Roads, Paul. That doesn't I, even make sense. I didn't even say roads, Paul. What are you talking about? Why are you saying roads? Where'd you get those sunglasses from? Why are you stealing my garbage? What's happening? Hey, so uh, what do you want to do for dinner tonight? Where we're going, we don't need roads. It's like I want a divorce. <laughs> Paul, uh, you need to stop wearing your house jacket everywhere. Roads. <laughs> Uh, Okay, so there also was a free Nintendo iron-on transfer. Oh, man. I don't know if I ever got that. There was... Now, this next thing that you could win instantly. Uh Uh-huh. I had this... There is, like, you know, probably, like, five Christmas presents you remember as a kid of being the greatest Christmas presents you ever received in your life. Sure. This was one of them. Yeah. This is, you could instantly win. Now, I got it independent of the box, but you could instantly win the Nintendo Game & Watch. Oh, man. Do you remember that? Oh, I do remember that, yeah. It was blue and red and white. It was Super Mario Brothers. It was the best game I ever had. I loved all those handheld games. 
All the those, like, tiger tiger, tiger electronic yeah. handheld games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where all, all of your moves were moving side to side, like mm-hmm. dodging things. Oh my god, those were so. That that is something I have not talked to the the kids at work about, and those are incredible. Man, you know I've got to have one of those somewhere. I've got to have Double Dragon Two or Castlevania somewhere. I had uh, a Bartman version of that where it's just him just on a skateboard <laughs> avoiding obstacles. That's amazing. Yeah. So the Super Mario Brothers uh, game and watch, it was like a re- it wasn't by Tiger, but it was a rectangle. And the the thing was, is it was a game, but it could also be like a little. It had a little alarm clock in it too. So it's this is better than the Honeycomb Watch, is what you're saying? <laughs> yes, because this is like <laughs> this is Honeycomb Watch meets. Tiger electronic football game. Oh, perfect. What a, what a combination. Um, so that was a pretty sweet one. And those, oh, that one I remember had the little watch batteries. Uh-huh. Yeah. So not yeah. only like was the game probably like $50 back in the day, but then mm-hmm. to get the batteries changed was another $10. Yeah. And you have to have that little <laughs> screwdriver. That nobody has unless you have glasses. And then you lose your high score when you change the batteries. And then nobody believes you. Uh, the it, other seems, th- it seems like you're, deal- you're working through some trauma here. <laughs> this is also therapy for me. Um, I see a, a coupon to save on your subscription to Nintendo Power. Nintendo Power was an underrated magazine. Nintendo Power is the sole reason that I was able to get through World 2 of Super Mario 3. That was the desert level. You had to oh, break a rock. You had never, to break a rock. never even bothered with that one. I got the whistle and skipped right <laughs> over that junk. Oh, see, that's the thing. It's like, that's what a lot of people did. For me, I just collected the whistles. I, I, I like collected all the items and never used them because I just wanted to hoard all the items. And like, and I thought I was like cheating to use the items. But like in Super Mario 3, you have to use the hammer in order to get through to beat. I was like, how do you, I don't understand how you get through. I, I can't use my hammer. I'm collecting my hammer. I'm, I'm saving it for later for what if I need to use it? And there, and like the game developers are all face palming me. Like you have, you have to, <laughs> you have to use the items that we give you. Just use the items. Do you remember the movie, the wizard? Yeah, of course I do. How did he know that the whistles were, were in the map when nobody had ever played the game before? Paul, I, I think that you need to understand that the wizard is actually just a prequel to the Matrix. <laughs> and that Fred Savage, he was the one. Fred Savage grows up to be Neo? Yeah, he does. No, his yeah. he, Neo and Fred Savage have the same lineage. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, 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 okay. I uh, thought that movie was like the coolest thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> How... How badly did you want a power glove? Did you ever get a power glove first? And how badly did, you, did the wizard make you want one? Did not have a power glove. Thought it was amazing. Yeah. Didn't, I had never seen a standalone Double Dragon arcade machine. I always thought it was a Nintendo game. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I love the fact that he knew how to play Super Mario 3 before anybody else had ever played it. I mean, there is no way you would know how to access all that hidden stuff. It's just uh-huh. bonkers. But as a kid, you buy it hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. He was just tapped into the, the Super Mario Matrix. That's all. You know um, the game developers are like, this is not happening. The architects are just like, mm-hmm. this is not happening. How does he know? How can he do this? 
Well, back then, the the designers were guys with suspenders and short pants and big glasses because that's about the time it took place. I don't know, man. Miyamoto, he's always been a cool guy. He's always been a cool dude with his uh, with his haircut and his, and his pants and his slacks. Oh, see, I'm pic- I'm picturing a room full of like Martin Starr type guys. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the rest of the room was, yeah. yeah. Miyamoto, Miyamoto himself, the the guy that invented Mario. He's uh, he's always been a cool guy. He's always <laughs> been a cool dude. The last thing you could win, and this this was the Mac Daddy of all. Nintendo accessories, in my opinion. Sure. Yeah. Power pad. Power pad. See, the power pad, uh, where the power glove failed. I didn't have a power glove either, but I knew somebody that did. Power glove was the worst. Power glove, your arm was just so tired by the end of the day. of just trying, like, it was just, it was awful. Mm-hmm. Unless you had Mike Tyson's punch out, it was useless. So, um, oh, that's a good you, point. Uh, so like it was just you just holding your arm out in front of you, your forearm out, and like playing it with one 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 hand. Mm-hmm. It's absurd. It's it's a ridiculous invention. Now the power pad, on the other hand, track and field was the best. Mm-hmm. It was the best. It was and the day that I beat Cheetah in track and field, naturally, not even like getting down on my hands and knees and beating the power pad buttons, but like running on the power pad and beating Cheetah was like, I have never had before felt that sort of adoration from friends. I've never been so like, I've never been surrounded by so many people and been like, Oh my, I can't believe you did it. You're the best, Nick. You're the best. And I think that's probably served me for the rest of my life. Oh yeah. I re- and now yeah. there were two sides. Remember that? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I remember playing, um, super team games. Super Team? I don't even know what that is. It's got like the cover of the box or the cover of the cartridge looks like um, sort of like a summer camp activity kind of looking thing. Okay. And they had a skateboarding game in it. Oh, interesting. Okay. That used side B. I also remember that when you play track and field, if you could run fast enough, you wouldn't even have to leap the hurdles. You could just plow right through them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We've covered the power pad and the glove. Wasn't there like Nintendo 3D or something? Nintendo 3D. There's Virtual Boy. Virtual that Boy. Out, that came out way later. Okay. And that was the one that like tanked, right? Oh, super tanked. I mean, I don't know if you've ever played Virtual Boy, but it was like a device. You kind of it, it had a viewfinder. So you just kind of put your eyes on the viewfinder and you looked into it. And like all the graphics were just like re- like red line segments. Mm-hmm. So like... It was it was the worst. It was terrible. So it's kind of like an Oculus Rift meets Lawnmower Man. <laughs> yeah, except Lawnmower Man had like it. Lawnmower Man looked like Game of Thrones by comparison. <laughs> I remember that thing. And then there was the robot. Robot. That Nintendo robot. Oh God, what was his name? It was Rob, robotic operating buddy. Do you remember that thing? I don't. I it had like a short all. circuit looking kind of thing. And no. it only came out with like two or three games. Was it like a Teddy Ruxpin, but like a robot? No, it was like a short circuit. And you would, there was like a game called Gyromite. And you would use like the robot hands to like pick up stuff. It was, it was weird, but I mm. remember it vividly. Yeah, I don't, I don't recall that at all. Maybe I'm repressing that memory. Maybe it's because I, I wanted it so bad and I never got it. And so I've just decided to forget it forever. 
I mean, it came out in 1985. I don't think it ever really took off anywhere. When you get hold of the Nintendo Entertainment System, when you master Rob the Video Robot, and meet the challenge of Gyromite, when you shoot the light-sensing Zapper, when you play the system with so many arcade hits, you're playing with power. So now the ultimate question really is... Yeah, yeah. why don't we have this now? Like, yeah. why why do we not have split serials now? I mean, this concept is really, really underused. There are There's so much possibility. The yeah. first thing I think of uh-huh. is test market a free sample. Sure. Yeah. You know, you could do like a two thirds, one third. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that one third is like an Oreo cookie sleeve of, you know, pumpkin spice latte checks. Boom. It, it, Obviously, they think they know something we don't. Um, They don't. They don't know. <laughs> they, I don't know why they don't, they, that these people aren't calling us every day and asking our opinion on things. Paul, Nick, quickly, I got a couple ideas. I need to run them by you. I got a conference call at three. So look, I, I just need five minutes. If you could just answer a couple of questions, I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> Sorry, this is General Mills. I <sighs> think it's a good idea. I think it's a cool thing you could do also to sort of do flavor combinations in separate bags. So they're intended to mix, but you can manage the mixing. I think it would be a fun novelty thing. And I, I think they haven't tried it in a long time. It's oh, been I mean, a long time since they've tried it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, let's just let's just go through like what number one obvious choice is: peanut butter crunch on one side, oops, all berries on the other side. Peanut oh, butter and jelly cereal. Love it. I mean, why is this not a thing? What? That, that's an obvious choice. That's an obvious thing that you should be doing. Quaker, come on. They have every other flavor of Cap'n Crunch except peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, just I mean. You you guys are doing uh, the blueberry pancakes now, and you oh. you're doing blueberry pancakes before you're mixing your peanut butter and your crunchberry. I mean, I just don't understand what, where your thinking's at, Quaker. I don't understand what you're doing right now. That seems just like that seems like an obvious thing that they're maybe they're purposefully avoiding it. Maybe they're maybe that's like their last ditch effort in order to save the company. Like everything's going down. They're down to like three employees left. They've got to save the company. They're like, okay, we got to go. We got to do the nuclear option. Yeah. Nuclear option. That's going to save Quaker. But they haven't done it because they're afraid that it will turn everyone just into zombies. (laughs) Yeah. It it could go either one or the other. It's going to save the company or we've destroyed the civilization. Mm -hmm. I don't know which one. I don't know which way it's going to go. At this point, they can release it. Yeah, they could, they, they, yeah, it's it's high time. It's, it's, it, it, you know, would we really lose much if we uh, if uh, we lost civilization right now? I don't know. I, I don't well, know. if we're gonna go out, I'm going out eating peanut butter and jelly cereal. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> um, you got any other combinations? I've got a few jotted down here. Why don't you Why don't you give me one or two? Um, I had peanut butter crunch and cocoa puffs. Uh, see, that's also yeah, that's also delicious. I mean, but you know, that means that uh, does does General Mills have a peanut butter cereal? Other than do they do Reese's? They do Reese's, but I like the idea of coming together for the greater good. Oh, for the for the greater good. Yeah, I see, I see what you're saying. Yeah, we're gonna take the best of each flavor: peanut butter flavor, uh-huh. Cap'n Crunch, best chocolate yeah. puff. They're cuckoo for cocoa puffs. There's no, there's no question. Uh huh. 
that's put fair. those together. That's oh man, that is that's look to the look to the cereal, Elaine. Look to the cereal. <laughs> here's here's one I'm gonna throw at you. Okay. Uh, uh, so this is how you bring back fruit brute. You uh and you and you get people into that cereal again because I feel because Paul I really feel like fruit brutes uh, that they're missing out on fruit brute. So you have three monster cereals. Okay. In order to in order to bring back the fourth, you just put them start putting them together. So you have a Count Chocula Frankenberry cereal and a Boo Berry Fruit Brute cereal. I like huh? this idea. Huh? That smaller, is sharp. Smaller batches, and that way you get you have uh, you have more you have you, you get your you get your monsters together, and then you start doing like monster fan fiction to go along with mm-hmm. it to, to support it. So you have like you know Boo Berry and the Fruit Brute going on an adventure together, it's like a, a a comic book that's inside of the, each box. I'm writing this for you, General Mills. I'm doing this even though you, even though you insulted us by not giving us any of your Girl Scout cookie screeners. Even though we were insulted by that, I am just like writing the script for you. You're welcome. They need to do more monster tie-ins. I'm thinking, you know those like birthday cards and you open it and a song plays? Uh-huh, sure. Open the box, plays Monster Mash. <laughs> okay, over yeah. and over and over. Yeah. Um, free tickets to Monster Jam. Uh-huh. Uh, for every Sunday. Every Sunday, or this only, but it's only this Sunday. <laughs> that's true. It's, it, it is every Sunday, but they make you believe that's only this coming Sunday. Uh, a free digital download of Little Monsters, the the movie with uh, with Howie Mandel. Yeah, very Fred Savage heavy episode today. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> How about this chocolate covered strawberry Cheerios? You do have strawberry, half chocolate Cheerios. I do like that. I do like that. I like, uh, yeah, chocolate Cheerios with that with that very seasonal, fresh Cheerios. Yes, I'm into it. Very Berry would be a good one in there. Have you had the Very Berry Cheerios yet? I haven't had it yet, no. They're good. They're really good. So yeah, chocolate-covered fruit would be pretty solid. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then you can start experimenting with all kinds of fruits. Like, mm-hmm. So like, yeah, you have the chocolate side in there, and then you can mix that up. And that, that way you can start bringing out like small batches of... What about your uh, very peach Cheerios? Like perfectly peachy Cheerios? Yeah, something like that. Or the blueberry Cheerios or, or something, something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, uh, a nice blackberry Cheerios. Why not? Just get crazy, man. This might be a way to introduce some savory flavors into the marketplace. That would be interesting. Yeah, some savory flavors. What if like you do a, like, like sweet potato? What would you mix that with? Oh, I got it. Oh, snap. Like... A sweet potato puff mixed uh-huh. with a like a cinnamon sugar, like a cinnamon toast crunch type thing. It's heart healthy. It's got sweet potato. <laughs> yeah, that that's got legs. It's got legs. Sweet potato cinnamon cereal sounds delightful. I'm gonna it go sounds... ahead and call it on this show. Uh huh. Sweet potato flavor is going to be the new pumpkin spice in a matter of years. I feel that way, too. I feel like that. I mean, people are already confusing sweet potato pie and pumpkin pie. So, like, I feel like that once we get to the point where pumpkin has saturated, and I feel like that's been saturated for a while, but we've mm. been in denial as a country. Sweet potato is going to be the next. It's going to be, it's going to be the next. 
And yeah, why not? Why not introduce it slowly with a small batch of sweet potato on one side, and uh, like a yeah, a cinnamon sugar puff on the other side. Yeah, and I want like, like a, bare naked to do it. Yeah, yeah. Or Annie's. Yeah, so somebody's gonna do like a or like a not necessarily organic. It doesn't have to be necessarily be organic, but just like a a more natural, more fresh. I like your small thing. batch artisan milled. Mm-hmm. 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 Or just cinnamon toast crunch on one side and then the sweet potato puffs on the other side. I like this. I like where this is headed. But, but like when we say like savory, we don't mean like we're gonna need to start including like a chai flavor cereal. See now chai what about chai tea latte cereal? Oh I said chive, but oh, we, I we, said we chai. Can go, we can go on this on this uh on this <laughs> chai chai tea nug. Um I don't know. Do here's the thing is like when you start making things like chai tea flavored cereal, which is something that definitely I know a lot of adults, my parents love chai tea. Mm. Do you start cutting out children out of the market? Do you start only are you only advertising that cereal to adults now? Well, they've got children in the market. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I think a chai, you do like chai tea, what do you say like chai tea on one side and like what boba on the other? See, well, this thing is like boba as a flavor is not anything. Boba as a flavor is just is, is the texture. If you could, if you could have boba beads just on one side, you're just a bag. That would that's kind of like what I would imagine nerd cereal look like was like yellow boba and orange boba. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I still don't know exactly what boba is, and I still have never had it. Have you ever had boba? It's so good. No, or bubble tea. No. Yeah, if you are into that texture and you're into it, like it is so satisfying to like suck up some of that tea and get that get some of those boba beads in your mouth and the crunch them with, while you're drinking the tea. Ah, it's the best. I love it. I'll tell you what I am into are the really big straws. I think if you could take that really big straw yeah. And combine the the thought process of the spoon straw that you get with a slush puppy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That is the only utensil you need. That's, that's it. Yeah. And if you could somehow make it so that there's spikes at the end so you can use it like a fork too, then yeah, that's the only tool, it's the only utensil you've ever needed. <clears throat> I mean, why why do we not have a Kickstarter right now for a straw spoon? There's, there's gotta be somebody's somebody's gotta have made that. Uh, some Swedish guy probably made one, and it's like twelve dollars, yeah. And it doesn't work very well, but God love them. It's really well designed, and it looks awesome. If it doesn't exist, Man. we need to get on top of it. Like yeah, now, we need to get on top of it. <laughs> There's a spoon straw making machine. You can make your own with a with this machine. Is it just a box of straws, a box of plastic spoons, and a small thing of electrical tape? <laughs> yeah. I would think this is the way you could do a limited release of Lucky Charms with the cereal and the marshmallows separated. Oops, all marshmallows? Or, yeah, but I mean, you also get the bag of cereal, so it's separated. And then they kind of blend together as you pour them out into a giant, blissful dance of flavor. That's just begging for manipulation. That's Mm -hmm. just... Yeah, I know. yeah, I mean, like th- that's the thing where you're going to put that cereal box up in the cupboard. You you bring it down, and the only thing that's left is the uh, only the oats because Steve keeps eating all of the marshmallows out of the bag. Steve. Yeah. yeah. So just lay off, Steve. Come on, Steve. 
You know, I'm not going to buy handy snacks if you guys aren't going to eat the crackers and just eat the cheese. Don't eat... Steve! Stop eating all the cheese, man! Steve! Nobody wants Jesus, just plain... The crackers. Nobody wants plain club crackers. <laughs> God, I used to love handy snacks as a kid. Did you eat all the cheese? Did you dip the crackers into the cheese or did you use the knife that was provided to spread the cheese onto the crackers? I never knew what that red thing was for, truly. I dunked <laughs> the cracker in. Oh, see, I, I, was a, I was a spreader. I, was, I, I love the, the concept of having my own utensil, this, this red block, and like spreading it on top of the cracker. That's very sophisticated for a guy who used to eat a punch bowl-sized bowl of Frosted Flakes every day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you were a utensil guy. I, you know, I had to find some kind of uh, some kind of decorum somewhere. That yep. was, and that was where it was. I yeah, I, I would eat like seven Swiss cake rolls a day, but you know, <laughs> I would definitely spread uh, the cheese onto the cracker using the utensil. But I would cut the Swiss cake roll in half. I mean, I'm not <laughs> an animal. I ate it with a fork and knife. <laughs> That's right. I think split box cereal is worth another exploration. You know, the other thing I think would be cool is if, um, you know, like when you get rice in a box and it has like that metal, like slide out tab, like on a thing of kosher salt, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it should have that on each side. So you can pour the cereal out each side instead of opening the top. I think that would be so cool. You're like, boop. Well, that was always the problem with split cereals was that, you know, when you had the two bags in the box, like you had to make sure that the one bag was like super sealed up so that you could only open up the other so you can use the other side. So, yeah, uh, there might be need to be some more mechanical innovations in order for us to make this right. I think here's the thing. I think that Ralston Purina, when they uh, when they put it out, they were just ahead of their time. Mm -hmm. They were flying by the seat of their pants. They put out these the split cereal. Uh, you know, I'm sure that Willy Wonka convinced them that uh, nerd cereal is a good idea and to maybe do the split box just like nerd cereal was. And mm. they just didn't, they weren't prepared for all the possibilities. And now, you know, it's 30 years later and we are now prepared for those possibilities. We know what the cereal market wants. We know the, we know all the different kinds of tie-ins that we can do, all the ways that we can bring people in. It's time, it's time to resurrect the split cereal. Mm-hmm. The time is now. The time is now. The future is now. Roads? <laughs> There's always going to be people that manipulate it. Mm-hmm. Like Steve, for instance, mm-hmm. oh, trying, even... to eat, trying okay. to eat all okay. the cereal. Okay, we, we're, we're going to have to move on from Steve. Okay. I'm just saying Steve keeps okay. eating all the cereal. I'm just on one side and you need both sides. I'm just... Nicholas, I understand. <sighs> Steve. Is that is that it? Do we do we have any more about this? No, I think we should split. Yeah. <laughs> hey, come on! I didn't make one Boba Fett joke. You can't get mad at me. That's true. Let's cut and roll out of here, Paul. Thank you all for listening to the Super Serial Podcast. You can listen to us on whatever you listen to us on now. Plus, Google Play Music, Stitcher, uh, iTunes, and Overcast FM. And SoundCloud, I just realized, though, as I was saying that, that you can listen to it on, that you're probably listening to us on one of those. So not in addition to what you're you're listening to us on now, but, you know, including what you're listening to us on now. Um, That was really confusing. Sorry. (laughs) You can follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. 
Yeah. Uh, cool you, places. if you wanna, if you wanna have your question featured as a full episode, just like Noel did, send us an email at superseriopodcast at gmail You know, I just realized that uh, what we just did was actually a perk on our Patreon. That's right. Uh, Send us your questions on the, on the email, but if you want one of your questions to be used as an episode, why don't you consider going to the Patreon and, uh, and, uh, and getting one of those Patreon perks? It's uh, easier than you think. Paul, my, my brain is like mush right now. I don't know what's... Like, I, trying to talk about Nintendo cereal and, and nerd cereal has turned my brain to a, a, a fine soup. All right, well, I think we should just end this before you completely lose your mind. Okay, so uh, this is... <laughs> Finally, my own show. <laughs> but I lost my editor. Dang it. <laughs> well, this is Paul. And this is Nick. And this has been Serial. Serial! 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 Serial!